It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Hey, 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 welcome to the Fox Across America Game Ball presentation ceremony. And I got to be honest, there's a pretty tumultuous Holy Week on the radio. Okay, people were not in a forgiving mood down at the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. They were not in the spirit of the resurrection, you might say. Uh, They were very much persecuting their enemies. And, uh, of course, the subject of most of this persecution was your 45th president, Donald Trump. He, of course, got indicted for the first time in the 246-year history of this country by Alvin Bragg, that dirtbag. Really flimsy case. And I don't say that as like a partisan or some Republican shill. Would you stop it? Donald Trump's indictment was something that was called out by CNN and NBC as underwhelming and disappointing meaning they believed in their heart of hearts that if we were going to go to this place where we were formally prosecuting a president, it's never happened in the country, guys. This matters. You're giving something away of serious value on the world stage, and we basically gave it away for nothing. And nobody summed that up and spoke to the legal specifics more than our former Attorney General Bill Barr, a guy who has been trashed by Trump left and right, including moments before he came on the air for the interview you're about to hear. But Bill Barr is the Game Ball recipient this week. Why? Because he openly admitted him and the president don't have the best feelings uh, towards each other at the moment. But the law is still the law. The integrity of our judicial system still matters. And for that reason, the fact that he was able to put his feelings to the side and embrace the facts and offer us a rare glimpse at what it's like to have a true adult in the political room, Bill Barr, come get the game ball. Hey, Jimmy, how are you? I I tell my listeners, say what you want about low-level extortion, but sometimes it is effective. (laughs) That's right. You're back. You're back. Um, I grew up, I want to say this, we all know the old adage is, you know, a grand jury can indict a ham sandwich, but I almost felt like we were living in a Wendy's commercial yesterday because I saw the indictment and I was like, where's the beef? Uh, Did you see the ham in there? No, there was no, there was nothing. There was nothing, nothing in there. It's so crazy, Uh, man. It is. Well, I, you know, the criminal justice system, like a lot of other institutions, is becoming more and more politicized. Um, and uh, in some jurisdictions, the juries, uh, you know, will do anything, anything they're asked by the prosecutors. So. And I feel like that's what we were watching yesterday. And what, what really yeah. concerns me is you've all seen a scenario where there's a toddler who doesn't want to share the toy. They want control of the toy, and they tug on it so hard they eventually break the thing. I feel like we're watching that happen to our criminal justice system because it was hard to watch Alvin Bragg lay that out yesterday and not feel like you were watching some type of a kangaroo procedure. And when he, you know, basically made the attempt to bump this up to a felony by tying it to a ghost crime— You know, as a New Yorker, like we're sitting here watching him downgrade violent felonies left and right. We're not prosecuting real crimes. We're about to spend 200 million going after a fake crime. Is that what's going on here? That's exactly what's going on. And, you know, the real crime uh, he's he's ignoring in in New York and, you know, pursuing this. um, It's it's really an outrage. Um, You know. 
what really got me was the way he's trying to dramatize both in his written documents and in his press conference the idea that uh, this withheld information from the voters. And this was terrible. This was a fr- trying to equate that to a crime, even yeah. suggesting it was a crime. And you sort of wonder, uh, are you for real? I mean, what happened in the last election, you know, when, when Biden stood up during the debate and lied about the laptop and tried to misdirect it to the idea of Russian disinformation? I mean, was that a crime? No, I mean, I mean I, oh God. yeah. Obviously, I'm right there with you. I think it's a great point. And yeah. to be clear, he wasn't running as Reverend Trump. I I right. I think there was a, an opinion of his character by the time his name made it onto the ballot uh, that this wouldn't have changed. But essentially, and I just I want you to weigh in on this. Doesn't the prosecution basically hinge on the fact that he needs to convince a jury that Trump had no other reason for concealing uh, his relationship with Stormy Daniels beyond politics? When I think there's a really easy case to be made that he does have another interest being a family and everything else. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the hurdles they have. In other words, uh, they have a number of hurdles before they even get there on the, you know, on the, whether there was even a misdemeanor here and, and whether the statute is run. And then, you know, w- were these his assets or were they really the company's assets? What, you know, he has to pin that down. It's sort of vague in the, in the, um, the papers. Uh, but then assuming uh, it was uh, the company's assets that were, were used to, re- to reimburse Cohen, who made the payment to Stormy Daniels, uh, then, as you say, they they have to prove that there'd be no other reason for doing it other than the campaign. And uh, because it's not it's not a it's not a political contribution. It is it is a payment of a personal expense. I mean, the law is very clear that that if someone goes and says, OK, here, I'm going to give you stuff you can use in the campaign. Here's money. Uh, here's some in-kind contribution of food. You can use that for receptions and stuff, the kinds of stuff that are used in campaigns. But if you pay someone's personal expenses, some obligation the individual has, personal obligation, including hush money, then that's not a campaign contribution. That's the payment of a personal expense of the candidate. And that's okay if it would have been done quite apart from the election. Mm-hmm. Now, the role the election plays here, when an, when an election occurs, the leverage of blackmailers or extortionists or someone who mm-hmm. you know is threatening to go and make something public is at its peak. Mm-hmm. That's when that's when the value increases, and that's when people frequently say, "Hey, you know, I need some hush money." Mm-hmm. So. Uh, it, it's the kind of thing that may uh, an election may occasion the payment, mm-hmm. but the payment is to protect the person's reputation, family life, and so forth. And mm-hmm. you know, historically, I'm sure that there have been episodes in the past with, uh, as there are in most companies, where to protect the reputation, there are uh, payments that are made. It happens all the time. So one of the reasons I love having you on, though, is you get good intel. So you're basically telling me October every fourth year is a good shakedown month. Yeah, it's, it's perfect shakedown. <laughs> Listen, in this economy bar, my listeners yeah. got to get resourceful. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> we're, right. We're at six and a half percent. Okay, we're looking at alternative means. You know, there was a movie Major League where they catch an older pitcher putting snot on the ball, and he goes, "You put snot on the ball," and he goes, "Look, kid, I don't have an arm like yours. I got to try whatever I can." Okay, that's yeah. where we're at in this Biden economy right now. Right. <laughs> we're talking, but, about- but you know, 
it's just uh, this is not the kind the corruption of the department uh, not the department but of the justice system occurs when you pursue individuals rather than crimes you can say hey we're going to get this person let's figure out something we can charge them with mm-hmm. that's terrible yeah and I- the fact that so many people are willing to sit there and tolerate it at this day uh, these days is bad i mean it, the american public is being um uh, sort of transformed into a mob yeah. or at least parts of the american public well well that's the part i think is so dangerous is like we have entered party over country territory where yeah. people yeah they think if it's good for the party well then what does it matter but that's where the damage to the country i think is being done um right. let me run one thing by you though okay because essentially what we had been discussing as the potential contents of this indictment turned out to be pretty accurate which would lead one to believe there might have been uh, a grand jury leak of information prior to the unsealing. Isn't that in itself a it's an e felony to leak grand jury information? Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, so, you know, that's what grand jury secrecy uh, is meant to protect is, you know, these things coming out early and uh, and the grand jury speaks through its indictment. Mm-hmm. So, but this happened when I was in office at the federal level too. Leaks out of the department, mm-hmm. uh, and again, that's part of the that's part of the politicization of institutions, where these, uh, where you know anything goes. The means justify. Uh, I mean, the ends justify the means. They do whatever it's necessary to score their points, including leaking information that. Uh, is uh, confidential. It's it's sad to watch. Well, I mean, if there's one nice thing, because I know this stuff kind of you know wears on you as someone who cares about the integrity of the justice system, you know, at least at the very least, at least the former president has been supportive of you on social media. <laughs> yeah, it was sort of weird. You know, I don't mind them taking shots at me, uh-huh. uh, but actually, I was out there making Def- the point. That, you're defending him. That, <laughs> well, I was I was, I was I mean, saying that this was not this was an unjust situation. This was not this was a political hit job. Mm-hmm. And he went on a he went on a little tweet tirade early in the morning to say that I it was outrageous that I was on Fox. So he gets unhinged in the middle of the night, and he sort of proves the he proves the point I made yesterday, which is he just lacks self control, frequently his own worst enemy. It, it, but yeah. that doesn't mean he should be treated the way he's being treated here. I, I agree a thousand yeah. percent. Uh, yeah. Talking to former Attorney General Bill Barr, so are you saying this is all attributable to the lack of quality TV programming between the hours of 1 a.m. and 4 a.m.? Well, there's always Fox, right? I mean, that's general. <laughs> <laughs> that's the spirit. That's the spirit, Bill Barr. Well, he could have been yeah. watching a Gutfeld replay well, last night. I had you covered. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what he was, you know, he's probably doing. But he gets, you know, it's it's that tweet he put out with a baseball bat. Yeah. He did that in the middle of the night. And, mm-hmm. and that was a very, very uh, unwise thing to do. Uh, and, uh, you know. Well, let me ask you this, okay? As, as someone who's been around him, um, is he getting bad advice or is he not listening to good advice? Like, what would you characterize this as? Because there have been a lot of wild pitches. Like we said, it looks like he's being politically persecuted here, so they're in the wrong on that, but he doesn't always help his case. Do you think he listens to advice, or do you think he, you know, is he not surrounded by the best people, as he says? Like, what would you attribute it to? Well, since I've, you know, since I've known him, I think he's moved more and more uh, to the posture of not listening to advice, and ultimately, and he'll only listen to advice where it agrees with his predisposition. So, mm-hmm. 
if he if someone gives him advice he doesn't want to hear, he'll go to the next person. He'll just keep on looking around for someone to give him the advice he wants to hear. And a lot of the people who are around him now are people who know that, and they very much want to be part of his circle. And so they tell him what he wants to hear. So it's a, it's a re, you know it self reinforces. It's uh... so bottom line is he he you know he doesn't you know on many things he he does not have good judgment and uh he won't listen to advice and he surrounds himself with yes people and uh so the results are obvious so it reminds me of a book i read about uh elvis presley like towards the end the people who wanted to remain in the memphis mafia just had to be like yeah i think the rhinestones look good you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's right. That's right. Trump's gonna be wearing rhinestones at his next rally. Uh, yeah, le- <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Last question: uh, It is spring. The weather has warmed up. Are we back into bagpipe season yet? Uh, pretty close. Pretty close. Uh, so uh, I need to get in shape for that. I, you know, every every season I say I'll get in shape and play the pipes, but they're more difficult than that. Okay, takes a lot of. Takes a lot of hot air. So. Yeah. Well, listen. I just came yeah. from the gym, uh, Jim's Bar and Grill, but uh, we'll get some. <laughs> get a get right. a. We'll get a workout in there sometime soon. You and me. I'll give you a call. We'll get one in. Right. Uh, yeah. I always appreciate your time, Attorney General Barr. Right. Have a great day, my okay. man. Okay. Good You're to talk to you. That's going to do it for the Fox Across America Game Ball Presentation Ceremony. Words got a little choppy, I wouldn't, and it's not because I was excited to get out of here. Believe me, I wasn't. But I am fired up to be back on the radio with you live on Monday. We'll be doing the damn thing. So get your game face on. Go find some Easter eggs in the meantime. Happy Easter. He has risen, and uh, he has left. When it comes to me, I'm out of here. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.